everyone, and welcome to a special edition of Backseat Directors. I'm your host, Andre Hutchins, and you're listening to episode 24. So today, today is going to be a little bit different. Today, I'm giving the movie review reins over to two very capable and highly esteemed Backseat Directors, Rachel Ogden and Parker Johnson. Both Rachel and Parker have been a co-host on previous episodes of Backseat Directors. Parker appeared on episode 10 and Rachel on episode 17. Each of them will give their short review of today's movie and then follow up with their recommendation. I will not be reviewing today's movie, but I will add my own recommendation at the end. So this format is something I've actually been thinking about for a while and one that I'm very excited to introduce. This format is not going to happen very often, uh, maybe just about once a month. But truthfully, this is actually the whole purpose of the Backseat Directors podcast. I want this podcast to serve as a platform for not only myself, but for everyone who has a voice and opinion on movies and who wants their voice to be heard. I'm so grateful that I can share this experience with all of you and to be able to give any and all of you a chance to sit in the Backseat Directors chair. I value all of your opinions and look forward to having more of you listeners join me on the show. But for now, let's get on with this week's double feature movie. Backseat Directors presents this week's movie. And this week's double feature is Valerian and the City of a Thousand Planets. details. In the 28th century, Valerian and Loreline are a team of special operatives charged with maintaining order throughout the human territories. Under assignment from the Minister of Defense, the two embark on a mission to the astonishing city of Alpha, an ever-expanding metropolis where species from all over the universe have converged over hundreds of years to share their knowledge, intelligence, and cultures with each other. But there is a mystery at the center of Alpha, a dark force which threatens the peaceful existence of the city of a thousand planets. Valerian and Loreline must race to identify the marauding menace and safeguard not just Alpha, but the future of the universe. So Valerian, the city of a thousand planets, was released in U.S. theaters on July 21st, 2017. It has a running time of 2 hours and 17 minutes. It's rated PG-13 for sci-fi violence and action suggestive material and brief language. Okay. So parents, um, after seeing this movie, um, the movie itself was pretty tame. There was hardly any language in it and the violence itself. Uh, it's not bloody. Um, and it's not, um, it's just not exaggerated. It's sci-fi violence. So like, it's like star Wars type of violence, right? But there is a very bizarre scene in the movie featuring Rihanna that plays on and on and on and on. And it's just not children appropriate. It really isn't. And so I honestly would think that this movie, like any 10 year old could go and see and be fine. But that scene, that scene is what really made it PG 13. And it was, in my opinion, a very unnecessary scene. Uh, So just a heads up. Uh, Valerian stars Dane uh, Dehan as Valerian, uh, Cara Delevingne as Loreline, Clive Owen as Commander Aaron uh, Fillet, and Ethan Hawke as Jolly. 
Also, as stated before, Rihanna does play in this movie, and she has one of her most interesting roles in film yet. Uh, she plays the ever-changing character Bubble. So, and thanks to my wife Amy, I have a little bit more background to share on Cara uh, Delavine. Uh, Cara or Cara, <laughs> depending on uh, what accent, English accent you have. Anyway, uh, Delavine was born and raised in London, uh, London, England. Delavine ha- has barely begun her acting career. She has appeared in a few British television shows and was a mermaid in the 2000 movie Pan. She also had somewhat of a breakout role in 2016 when she played in, uh, Enchantress in Suicide Squad. But before acting, Delavine began her professional career as a fashion model. She quickly rose to fame and was featured in advertising campaigns for H&M, Zara, and Chanel. And in 2012, she won the Model of the Year at the British Fashion Awards. Uh, Valerian, the City of a Thousand Planets uh, was directed by Luc Besson. Or Besson. Uh, Besson is a French-born director known for his work directing such films as The Fifth Element starring Bruce Willis in 1997. And most, re- and more recently, Lucy, starring Scarlett Johansson. So the production budget numbers have been somewhat mixed, with some outlets reporting anywhere from $170 million to $210 million. Either way, this was one of the most expensive movies of 2017 so far, but opening weekend sales in the U.S. only brought in around $17 million, and the current worldwide box office totals after one week are an abysmal $26.5 million dollars. The Europa Corp movie studios are most likely going to take a big financial loss on this film. Okay, everyone, so get ready for our two reviews from some of our very own backseat directors, Rachel Ogden and Parker Johnson. Hey, backseat directors. Uh, My name is Rachel Ogden, and I'm coming on to give you my take on Valerian and the City of a Thousand Planets. So, leading up to this movie, I knew it's not really my type of movie, Um, seeing the commercial, I really wouldn't have picked it out to go see myself, but since I was going with my friend, uh, I had some free tickets and I was helping to write a movie review, um, I figured, you know, it should be entertaining. I'm just gonna go and let it happen. Um, I was disappointed to realize that we would have to see it in 3D. I'm not really a fan of 3D, but I, I think that this, that's the only format that the movie was released in. Um, So just a heads up, if you're like me and not a fan of those kind of films, then just fair warning. Um, My initial reaction after seeing the movie was just relief that it was over. I, to be honest, I mean, I hate saying this, um, but I really don't think I've ever walked out of a theater hating on a movie as much as I did this one. Um... I I just, maybe it was the circumstances of the night, but I know that this movie just, there was a lot of faults to it that I think contributed to how I felt, um, but I don't think it deserves how much hate fire I had towards it. Um, as far as critiques go specifically, um, the dialogue really made the movie so much less enjoyable for me. Uh, I think in terms of terrible dialogue... This movie blows Star Wars Episode 2 out of the water. Um, if you've seen that and remember Anakin and Padme's lines, uh, it makes them look like Shakespearean poets, this movie does. Um, I, I think it's sad when good actors are given terrible, terrible lines and, 
and they really do do their best, but it just it just comes off uh cheesy and 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 uncomfortable at times, you know. It there are circumstances I think where cheesy dialogue can be endearing, like with Han and Leia in the early Star Wars trilogy. But these actors just they just don't have any chemistry when they're on screen together. Um, I was screaming in my whole in my head the whole time for Loreline to run away from Valerian. I thought he was particularly annoying. Um, but when the when the characters were alone, I think this is a testimony to the actor's ability. Uh, Cara Delevingne and and Dane DeHaan. I probably butchered their names, but when they were alone on screen, when they were characters weren't together, then they were actually funny and interesting. And but man, whenever they got together, I was just rolling my eyes so hard I thought I was they were gonna pop out of my head. Um, as far as highlights go, this movie's world building was by far the best part of the movie. Uh, the director Luke Besson said he's been wanting to make this movie for a long time. Um, and he's a fan of the comic books, so the comic books provide a wealth of worlds and alien species to put in the movie, and he really does do a fantastic job of making them relatable, both visually and uh, in the dialogue, that you really do empathize with them. They're different enough to make you curious about them and invested in them, but they're also, uh, emotionally, you do uh, connect with them. And I think it's reminiscent of Avatar in that way. Um, I think this movie is also funny. The plot is simple and easy to follow. It doesn't, you know, try and do any backflips or tricks. Uh, it just uh, is easy to follow and and funny at times. You know, I think the teenage boy in all of us is is definitely the part of us that's going to laugh more. Um, but you know, I I, I do. I admit that I laughed and I enjoyed myself at, at certain points of this movie and then other points I said, why did you have to do that? <laughs> but um, overall, my recommendation, it, this is a hard one because I, I didn't like the movie at all. For me personally, it's a no-go to anybody who has opinions like me and who feels similarly as I do about movies. But I know that there are people out there who really are sci-fi fans, fans of the comics, and are really just looking for a spectacle to see. In that case, you simply must see this movie. I think it will offer everything you're looking for in that department. Um, and maybe you won't mind the dialogue as much as I did. Um, so, personally, it's a no-go. But if you're like my brother, it's a must-see. You gotta go see this movie. So, do with that what you will, Andre. But, <laughs> well, I hope you guys have a good one. Bum, bum, ba-da-dum. Let's go to the movies. Okay. Hello, my name is Parkin Johnson, and this is my review from Valerian City of the Thousand Planets. So I first saw the trailer for this movie maybe like a couple months ago, probably at the movie theater, and my first reaction was, wow, that main actress is super cute. And then, and then um, I, I actually paid attention to the trailer, and I'm like, Actually, this looks really weird and really cool. I would really like to see this. Um, so, like I do with all movies, because I'm such a huge geek, I went online and tried to figure out everything I could about this movie. So it turns out that this movie um, is based off a French comic book series that served as... Um, an inspiration for basically every sci-fi movie in existence. 
um, the comic book games were called um, Valerian and Laureling. Um, George Lucas um, got a little inspiration for Star Wars and Count Countless other other sci-fi authors and directors have referenced this story as inspiration. So I'm like, cool. So I really wanted to go see this. Um, it looked really interesting. I wasn't really sure what it was about yet, but I just went just today. Um, so my initial reaction to this movie was it was visually Amazing. Like, if this was a movie to blow all your money on D-Box, IMAX, this would be it. Like, it was visually stunning. Um, um, quite honestly, it, just like the feel and the pacing of the movie reminded me a lot of King Arthur, The Legend of the Court. And I'll tell you why. So, both, both, so, um, oh, oh. Uh, yeah, I'll go and get a little more about that, but first I'm going to um, get my critique. So my big critique are basically the same thing as King Arthur Election of the Court. It's that while the movie was long and giving a lot of time to develop um, characters and motivation stuff, it didn't really do that. There was a lot of stuff going on, but I felt like I didn't get to know any of the characters really well other than the main two and then um and then Rihanna's character in Bubble. Um I felt like like I didn't even know any of the other characters names the guy the main two characters, um Valerian Laureling. And so I didn't really get a think of who they really were. Like they were just there. And um, what, a two and a half hour movie is kind of, I don't know, it gets kind of lackluster when you're not investigate, invested in the character. Um, yeah, that's my big main critique. Um, my highlight, the first 20 minutes were phenomenal. Like, visually, emotionally, musically, they were, it was spot on. And one thing that this movie does really right is visual. This was an absolutely beautiful movie to watch. Um, it was stunning. Um, the story just action back kept moving along. I, I didn't feel bored. Um, all the guy plot all wrapped together in the end. It was just a really good, good story. Actually, with a really good message of um, love, what love really is and the choice between obedience for compassion. Um, it, was, it was actually really good. Um, the music was excellent. Like, I, not as good as four from the Planet of the Apes, um, but there were definitely a lot of points in the core where I'm like, man, that is really beautiful. Um, yeah, and, and the main actress, um, Kara, I don't know how to say her last name. She's really cute, but also highlight. Um, so yeah, I mean, my recommendation is, um, if you want, if you have enough money and you want to blow the money, go see this in IMAX, D-Box, 
But if you can check me go, um, if you can check going to get a regular, I would say maybe wait to see it in the cheap theater or when you go and rent it off a of box. Okay, thank you. Thanks, Parker. Over now. Well, a big thank you to both Rachel and Parker for your excellent reviews of Valerian and the City of a Thousand Planets. So like I said, and I'm going to stick to my guns, I'm not going to give my review of this movie. I'm just allowing Rachel and Parker uh, to have their time in the sun. Um, But I will give my recommendation. So here is my official Backseat Director's recommendation for Valerian. Our recommendation. This movie is a (laughs) no-go. And uh, so, so far this year in 2017, I have given three other movies a no-go. And uh, this one actually might be my least favorite movie that I have seen all year. So, um, but yeah, that's it. That's all I'm going to say. It's for me, it's a no-go. So, okay, everyone, thank you. Thanks for listening to today's episode. I know it was a little different, but I hope you enjoyed it. Um, Again, a big thanks to Rachel and Parker. And uh, thank you to everyone who's listening and for downloading today's episode. Uh, Make sure you guys stay up to date with every episode that we have. And uh, subscribe to the podcast. You can find us on iTunes, Google Play, Podbean, Stitcher, and so many other podcast outlets. Uh, If there is a podcast outlet that you can't find Backseat Directors on, just let me know and we'll get uh, the podcast on there. Um, So yeah, so make sure to leave us a rating. I cannot tell you guys how important this is um, to, yeah, just leave us a rating on iTunes. Let us know what you think of the podcast. And remember... This podcast is for you, for all of you, for anyone who wants to have their voice and opinions heard. Let me know. Uh, We'll have you on the podcast. You can be a backseat director with me and co-host the show. Um, So yeah, so just reach out to me and you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. And uh, so yeah, again, thank you everyone for listening and we'll see you guys next week at the movies. The Backseat Director's theme song is Let's Go to the Movies by Ozo Motley. You can find the album Ozo Motley Presents Ozo Kids and all of their other music on iTunes. Join the conversation online and follow Backseat Directors on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at The Beatty Podcast. It's movie day. Yeah! The time has come. Uh, uh. So many different types of movies we can all choose from. There's action, adventure, animation, and comedy. There's sci-fi, and westerns, and classics, documentaries. Uh, So many options, so much variety. There's a perfect movie for you, and him, and her, and me. Uh, So find your seat, in the perfect row. Sit back, relax, kick up your feet, and turn off your phone. 